Greetings, Bright Beans, and happy October! We are smack dab in the middle of spooky season right now, and I'm coming at you with a very important Friday the 13th pod. Um, only because this was supposed to go up a couple weeks ago, but whatever shit happens, and here we are. Now it's a very spooky Friday, October 4th pod. <laughs> Featuring Mr. Jason Brooks, who plays Jason in the fan film Friday 13th Vengeance, which is now out. So you can check it out on YouTube, I believe, is where it's streaming. I'm sure he'll give you the details of that. And uh, so it's me and Jason, but also Joe Bob joins me for this one. We did this one at Creature Features together. So uh, he actually, Mr. JV, opens up a little bit about his own... uh, uh, let's his childhood uh, illness that he dealt with uh, polio. I guess you can hear more about it from him directly. I don't want to get any details wrong, but uh, we talk about it because uh, the fan film had to do with March of Dimes, and apparently Joe Bob was highly affiliated with them when he was growing up. Who knew? Um, okay, well here we go with this. Oh, and one more preface. I'm gonna. I had actually made an intro earlier for when this back on the 13th when this was originally going to come out and I just was kind of um, open about how I felt back when we originally started filming this this Friday the 13th thing this is part of the catalyst that helped me break out of all that not talking to people hiding away shit um but, you know, things are always bumpy when you're first starting. So when we originally did the money-earning fan film or, you know, like the Kickstarter promo thing um, over a year ago, I was not in a good place. And, um, well, I talk about that in the intro. So I'm just going to leave it up even though it's dated now so you can hear where I was at then. And, yeah, creeping it real, as we say. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much. Happy October. Much more spooky stuff to come, I promise, in hopefully a timelier manner. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. What is up, my dudes? It's Diana, and this is a special Friday the 13th edition of Geek Talk. Finally, Mr. JB actually acts as my co-host as we interview Mr. Jason Brooks, who plays Jason in Friday the 13th Vengeance. Not just a fan film, uh, which I actually am part of too. So we get to talk about that. And uh, before we get into the meat of that, the normal interview stuff, uh, I thought I'd do a really quick creeping it real because I have some, a little bit of a twisted history with this production. Um, the first time we went to shoot anything for it, I guess it was kind of a teaser for... Um, like a trailer to put on Kickstarter or whatever. Uh, they flew us, or, well, we went to Wisconsin or somewhere like that and went to this cramp, Camp Crystal Lake looking place to shoot. It was so beautiful and I was so happy to be there. But because it was like smack dab in the middle of my just the very first step of digging out of that depression era where I, I wasn't speaking to anyone, I wasn't going out anywhere. I was having a fucking breakdown on that set. I don't know if people got that. Um, they definitely knew something was wrong. I think they thought I was just like, 
I think I, I, when they asked, I said it was I was just really cold or something because it was very cold. But um, I would kind of go off and get stoned and fucking wander and contemplate life. And I remember actually walking on the lake that was Camp Crystal Lake and thinking, I, if I ended it here, then it would be like a poetic way or something. But I don't know. I was stupid and stoned and depressed, and I felt like I didn't belong there with these people that were like smiling and having fun and I just felt like a complete um outcast and when it came to do my lines I couldn't make words come out I've loved so much and and caused so much trouble but you know what they were very kind about that and they brought me back when they decided to do the that was when it was called mythos and it was just like a short film trailer thing I'm not exactly sure I was just like by the 13th I got to figure out a way to do this. So um, anyway, they brought me back for vengeance. And I did a little bit better this time because obviously that's a year out from the worst that I was. Um, I still get my anxiety, but I kind of just try to power through it. Maybe got a little too stoned on this one too and got a little contemplative. Kind of just wondering if everybody remembered that I was so fucking crazy last time and how they felt about that. So, um, I don't know. It was just the whole Friday the 13th experience was just interesting. And, um, yeah, everybody who had like their heart was so into it and so sweet. And I just, I guess I felt bad because I feel like normally, if I was just my, my normal self in this situation, I'd be like, fuck yeah, like Jason shit's everywhere is amazing. But instead I kind of went into um, social anxiety, meltdown mode, I guess. Um, and, you know, so my, my role as Marilyn, the lesbian camp counselor, may not be as great as it could be. <laughs> but I'm happy I got through it. I'm happy people put up with my bullshit. <laughs> And I'm happy that it's out now. Like, uh, I don't remember exactly how to see it. I think on Amazon, he will tell you that in the interview. So all these people have been working years and I'm so proud of them. Jason's come so far. He, he was, when I met him on mythos, he was just hired to come in for like a minute and play Jason, but he has kind of taken over the reins and is like such a huge part of this. Like I would have had no idea what was going on at any given time. If it weren't for him and his patience and his kindness, he's just the best dude ever. Yet still so fucking terrifying as when he puts the Jason mask on. So, you know, winner. And they found a good Jason. Okay, so I guess uh, I hope I explained all that well. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Here we go with Jason Brooks and Joe Bob Briggs, sort of. <laughs> uh, talking Friday the 13th Vengeance. Thank you. Bye. What is up, horror homies? I am here with Mr. Jason Brooks and my brand new assistant co-host, whatever you want to call him, Mr. Joe Bob Briggs. What's up, y'all? Hey, how's it going? I'm your permanent assistant co-host now? Uh, we decided that on two podcasts ago, remember? Uh, okay. <laughs> you don't even need a mic. We can hear you without it. Okay, we're sharing two mics, so bear with us. But anyway... Jason, yes. introduce yourself to the people. I'm Jason Brooks, and uh, right now I'm playing Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th Vengeance. 
Yeah, buddy. Explain what Vengeance is, please. Yeah, so Vengeance is a fan film. It's uh, it's more than a fan film. It's more than a fan film. I'm glad you said (laughs) that. I'll get back to that. But Vengeance is a it's more than a fan film. It was a idea that uh, the director Jeremy Brown and Dustin Montierth had about a couple years ago. They're playing the video game that I know you're familiar with, and I have a cabin. You do. You're in <laughs> no the cabin. No one knows about the cabin. They just know the picture. But yeah, I, I told a, a few people about it. But <laughs> they were playing the game, having a couple of beers, and they said, wouldn't it be cool to make a movie? Yeah. And, uh, and they're filmmakers themselves. So they uh, started putting it together, and they wrote a little short film called Mythos that you, you were aware of and were a part of. That's how we met. That's we how, we yeah. filmed Mythos together. Exactly. Out in Idaho. And I heard about the part, so I, I was interested. I had played Jason Voorhees at a local haunted house where I was donating some time there and um, heard about this. And so I jumped on it, sent them a video audition, and they sent me some script sides back, said, can you act this out? And so I did that and then got the part and flew out there. We did our Mythos stuff. Um, then the Mythos campaign didn't do as well as we hoped. When the feedback we got was people didn't want a short movie. They wanted a longer one. And that's where Jeremy and I had a conversation saying, well, we can either choose to move on or let's go ahead and uh, do something bigger. So so why don't we just go do... Go big or go home. Go baby. big or go home. So we, <laughs> we said, well, let's... We you know, told Jeremy he always wanted to do his Elias Voorhees story, the story of Jason's father. I said, why don't we call C.J. Graham up and see if he'd be willing to do it? And Jeremy was like, really? Just cold call him and do that? I'm like, why not? So after another beer That was or two, your idea? Yeah. I didn't know that. And uh, so when we had kicked that around, so Jeremy wrote him a nice email, sent him the links to the Mythos content, said, here's what we're thinking. We'd like to introduce the Jason's father story into this, the Elias Voorhees story. And he um, got back to us pretty quickly and said, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Sign me up and send me a letter of intent. I'll sign it. And uh, he, well, he called us up the next day and did that, which happened to be Friday the 13th. Wow. Coincidentally. Meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it got, yeah, we brought on a new writer and they rewrote the story from scratch, made it a feature film. And so the pacing was correct for a feature instead of a short. And, um, and then it just kind of started evolving. And then Steve Dash got on board. And, uh, and he's the one who coined the whole more than a fan film phrase. Oh, he is? Yeah. Aw, that's so, amazing. <laughs> yeah. When we were doing our, we're, we did his interview while we were out filming with him in November during his last interview. And towards the end of that interview, um, one of the questions was about the film and what he thinks about it. And he's, he said, I really hope it's successful. God, I hope it's, you know, but, but I know it's going to be. This is something special. This is, this is not just Aww. a fan film. It's more than a fan film. And, and uh, so this is his uh, last appearance on camera, This right? is his last film, yes. Wow. And uh, he passed away a couple of weeks after we got done filming, unfortunately. It's amazing. It's awesome you got to meet him. Yeah. We got to stay in his house with him for several days, and, and filming it was wonderful. It was an amazing experience. And you have some other uh, Friday the 13th alumni involved, too, yeah. right? Yeah. We have um, well, C.J. Graham, who's playing Elias Voorhees. Uh, so he played Jason in Part 6. We have... Uh, Steve Dash, who played Jason in Part 2, the sackhead Jason. And we have Tom McLaughlin, who directed and wrote Part 6. Uh, he makes a little cameo in the film, and, and he also did some consulting on the script, and he had a, a good hand in editing as well, giving us some advice. And That's amazing. So, yeah. And then we have Bugsy Hoffa, um, Brandon Wilson, who was also in the video game. Um, he's he's in the film. And then you, who you're in the cabin. <laughs> Uh, did Amy Steele end up being part of it? No, Aww. SAG rules. You know, we had some Fucking SAG, SAG issues. Man. I know. And so we Aww. were talking to Adrian King. She really wanted to be a part of it as well. Um, and Amy and, and Adrian, you both had to, 
we both had to not do it. So Aww, it was unfortunate. We all really wanted to. We're all excited. Um, had, I better had quit a really telling people that part. then. I was yeah. like, oh, and Amy Steele's in it. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. It got really close. It got really close. And we we're looking at ways we could get around it, but we just didn't want to put anyone at risk. So, And then uh, the other one is Harry Manfredini, who uh, scored all the, the films. He's That's doing our score. So. Baller. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's, it's amazing. He's going to give us the music in a couple days. He's had it for a, a few weeks now, and we're going to want to get back from here. I'm going to head down to Jeremy's house, and we're going to wrap this thing up, get the music on there, and get the final mix down. Yeah, it's coming out on Friday the 13th, right? Yeah, That's 13 days. Started on the 13th, kind of, with CJ Graham. <laughs> That's true. And then here it comes. That's true. That's awesome. Joe Bob, as someone who doesn't know much about this film, do you have any questions so we can make it clearer what's going on? Um... After that description, I have like a thousand questions. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so it started with two guys are playing a video game. Are they playing the video game of Friday the 13th? They were. Okay, and so they're... We don't need a recap of what we already said. <laughs> no, but, I, but if that's where they got the idea, then they got the idea from a plot that was derived from one of the previous movies. Yes, they so they were inspired. They're big Friday the 13th fans and love all the movies. And their favorite was Part 6, Jason Lives. And after Part 6, it goes a little bit off the rails with Part 7 with some telekinesis. And a lot of people love that one. I'm not, I'm not a big too. fan. I love it. I love the way that Jason looks. I love some of the kills. But, you know, it starts. that's where it starts to get away from some of the, the core of the franchise. The, like, usual yeah. formula. So they, yeah, they introduced yeah. telekinesis. And then they, you know, and then Part 8... Did Manhattan. you just admit there's a formula? I used to say there's a formula, and you would say there's no, no formula. No, you said it's the exact same movie. There's a formula. There is a formula. But it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like an outline, and then it's all different. The, the seven breaks the mold. Okay, so you endorse the formula. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. It I don't works. know, but I love the movie. So. Okay, so is this... Is this You're a, a microphone host. So is this an alternate part seven? It is, it is not an alternate part seven. It's six and a half. It's well, sort of. It's it happens thirty years after part six, and we don't completely ignore seven, eight, and nine. Um, we kind of address it in a way in the film, which I don't want to spoil. But okay, now you're now exist. you're making my head explode because yeah. because you also said it's about Jason's fathers, but Correct. now you said it's thirty years in 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 the future. Absolutely. So how can it be about Jason's father? Oh, you'll have to see the film. It's also, I don't want to spoil. Why couldn't Jason's dad be alive thirty years in the future? Why is that so hard to understand? Well, I but I, I guess I thought I guess I naively assumed when you were describing it before that it was a a prequel type story about Jason's father, indicating you know maybe some background as to how Jason became Jason. We may see some of that in here. Wow, that's interesting because I wouldn't have thought that at all because you're playing Jason and, uh, yeah. and Jason originally started out little so i wouldn't think that thought prequel at all so yeah we do we do go into a little bit of the backstory in this i haven't film. read the whole script in case no. you haven't noticed <laughs> oh I it's should gonna have. be a surprise to me too oh that's gonna be awesome you get to see it as yeah. a fan yeah but we do we go into some of the story we're telling the story of the father and we kind of go back in time a little bit to, to kind of tell where we are now today and how we got there and um, i think it's really brilliant the way the writers have put this together how how do you uh um Paramount doesn't care about fan films. They care that we're not making any money. 
So everyone on this film has donated their time, and uh, CJ, Steve, everyone. No so one, as long as no one is paid, no uh, one is paid. Uh, you're, you're beyond the copyright laws or whatever? Yeah, and we also put fan film on all with the title to make it clear to everyone that it's a fan film and it's not part of the official franchise. So, And then we, with raising the money, they have a, a cap on it with $50,000 that you're not allowed to raise more than that. Is is that a law or or just like that's their rule industry? Oh, a Paramount rule. Yeah, they have it on their website. Um, you can go on there and it shows like you can't make more than fifty thousand dollars to fund it. Um, and there's a few rules, you know, having fan film tied to the title as well. So, okay, yeah, that's the end of your questions. Well, I, I just I just pop in whenever you want, Joe Bob. No, I just wondered if there was some Paramount executive with the vein sticking out in his neck saying, oh, this is going to confuse all the this is going to confuse the franchise this is going to like um, they're taking merchandising away from us. You know, I can think of a lot of reasons why they would say that. Oh, yeah. No, if a Paramount person saw this, I'd hope they'd say we should we should put this out. This is really <laughs> it really feels we'll like part it. of the franchise. but. <laughs> It's yeah. I mean, everyone I've talked to, they're very clear that, it, that it's a fan film. They understand it, and there's been such a gap since the lawsuit and not having a Friday Thirteenth since Part Nine, and everyone's really familiar that there is a lawsuit and there's this pause. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really kind of opened the door for for films like this. I honestly haven't seen a fan film, especially one that hasn't come out yet, get so much reaction from oh, from the fans. Yeah. Like people love you, like you have this whole new life of going around to conventions now that you you never did before right it's it's all from this it's surreal it's amazing it is it hasn't even come out yet people are bringing me we're at currently uh what's the name of this convention creature feature weekend we're at creature feature weekend and people are coming over from your booth over to ours and asking me to sign the the friday 13th fan film and treating it like it was like the sacred yeah the poster you know was like sacred to them yes and you were signing it marilyn who is marilyn I put Marilyn in parentheses or quotations because that's my character's name. Yeah. Okay, so who's Marilyn? Oh, like what you, is my character about? Yeah, I'll mm. let you answer that. A lesbian <laughs> uh, camp ghost tour person, yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> A lesbian camp ghost tour person. Well, camp was wrong because, like, when we first did Mythos, I was camp counselor or something. Yeah. But now I'm a wacky ghost tour guide oh it's awesome in this well i i'm with the wacky people and then i go off for a lesbian tryst how can you go wrong exactly a a lesbian tryst you should have put that on the poster there's a lesbian tryst (laughs) yeah more than a fan film and a lesbian tryst absolutely yeah that's that's basically marilyn's character right there you got you got it down who's the other lesbian and the twist. Twi- Veronica Ricci. Trist. She's amazing. Veronica Ricci, yeah, she's, she's amazing. She's so sweet to work with. She was one of the um, campers, actually, when we filmed Mythos. So I got to know her a little bit then. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to work more on the actual film this time, but she, timing-wise, couldn't work out. So it just ended up being where I sneak away and meet this girl that you've never seen before, ever, and we both get we killed. We fixed a little bit of that. Did you? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like... Whatever, boobs. <laughs> yep. People won't question it. I had to get molded. They molded my, my head. head. Actually, the whole body, your right? Whole, we didn't torso, end up using yeah. that, or did we? We, we did. We used parts of it, um, but... I saw the finished head. Yeah. So I will actually be excited to see how I get killed, because I didn't really... You're, you're doing spoilers. 
I fucking. That's true. I'm a minor character that has sex. I'm going to get killed. Oh, yeah. Shock. <laughs> Lesbian sex scene equals You're dead. dead at Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, it was great. It was, that was, I don't know. I had fun with the whole casting no, process. No, <laughs> you are amazing. You've, like, honestly kept all this together as far as I can tell. Like, you just are out there working your ass off and promoting and keeping. I wouldn't have had any idea what was going on most of the time if it weren't for your help. So I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. And I had an amazing team of people who also like really, everyone was really passionate about it. They loved what they're doing and they, they held this all together to really make it what's good. And I think that's part of it too. Like you're saying how we've gotten so much love and attention on this thing. Um, it's, we all went into it with the passion and with wanting to make a good movie and that's what drove us. And then when we opened our eyes at the end of it, we saw what's happening with it. And I think it's because of that, that, um, passion we put in. So awesome. Isn't the original Friday the 13th camp in New Jersey? It is no camp. Nobi Bosco. And uh, have any of the other films been also shot at that camp in New Jersey or, or do they go think, back there? No, I don't think they never go back there. there. They just pick any camp and yeah, it yeah. happens. Randomly. So where, where is your camp for this movie? This one is out in a place called Woodenville, Washington. It's about 40 minutes Northeast of uh, Seattle. Can I say it was really fucking cold when you had us you out there? Say that. <laughs> it and, was oh, so cold, and I hate you for that. <laughs> I know, and I'm sorry. No, I tried fine. to put you He's in the car. He's the reason I was sick for Texas Frightmare. <laughs> I, I tried to put her in the car with the heater, and it's okay. she was toughing it out. No. I mean, it's for the love of Friday the 13th, the day. Yeah, and I've been asked a few times what it was like to work with you on set. I wasn't at my best, that's for sure. Oh, I was no. freezing and cranky. But you were awesome. You were professional. and You, you were very. No, I wasn't. I thought so. I mean, well, for being like 19 degrees outside and you're it naked. It was so it's, cold, yes. Yeah, it was, it was so cold. <laughs> and, and raining. And raining. It started Lord. raining. Mm, and the time, time, it just went on. I, if, if we but, watch that and you don't see that in it, like you can't tell how cold everyone is. And tell. that's going to be amazing. Because trust me, it was fucking cold. No, you girls, <laughs> you and Veronica, you nailed it. It was like you guys came out. It was perfect. You can't tell that it's 19 degrees <laughs> at the lake with, you know, misting rain and um you guys just went out and did your part and nailed it so once we got out there and then you know it's easy to get lost and it's just waiting around in the cold where it's yeah. like can we be done now please please <laughs> next to propane you don't need but... my part anymore oh shit okay <laughs> losing equipment tell me how um chalet got involved chalet mm-hmm. so her dad reached out to us and he uh his daughter's in a several films and, and he said, Oh, you know, we should look at having a part for her. Um, like he asked you to add a part for her. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And That's so, bold. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it must've worked out then. Well, we went back and forth. We already had a girl her age in there and stuff, but he had, he had offered to help us out with some post-production stuff. And, um, so we, uh, came to an agreement at one point and, and wrote in a friend role for our lead actress of the same age. And, Oh. Um, I worked with her before on a yeah. very terrible, terrible film. Yeah. I think they call it Massacre at Kill Devil Hills or something now. It was not called that when I filmed it, but she was amazing. She's the best part of that film as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so. she's great. She's a great uh, actress. It'll be great to see her in this. Yeah. Who else was in it that you were just excited to work? Oh, well, actually, duh. You had a lot of scenes with C.J. Graham. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell us that. You guys are like besties now. It, yeah, we are. <laughs> it's amazing. And he's, like, really taking me under his wing. He texts me all the time. How are you doing? How are things Aww. going? And what's going on? And when I went to the first convention, he called me up. And he said, hey, I just want to talk to you for a while and, and give you the rundown. Like, I've done this for a long time. I want to let you learn what I took a long time to learn. 
and just spoke to me for an hour telling me what to do, what not to do, what banners to get, what not mm-hmm. to get. And uh, he was just an amazing help. And on the film and off, he's just been a great supporter. I saw on Instagram you posted like he surprised you for your birthday. He did. Yeah, we were filming. We're filming on my birthday (laughs) and he flew in. Um, He wasn't scheduled till the next day, but he flew in early and and uh, and I was in costume and I was out (laughs) doing my scene. And then um, they said, "Okay, let's go take a break, you know, lunch or dinner time. We walked in there and everyone was waiting. And uh, and he was there waiting for me too, and so that's there's awesome. a nice picture that's around online with me hugging him, you know, in the costume. So I've seen that; it's a good yeah, picture. It was fun, so that was nice. And you weren't you weren't super into horror before you started this, right? Oh uh, yeah, I liked horror. Oh okay. Yeah, I thought this was kind of a new world for you. Yeah, well, maybe the Friday Thirteenth specifically. No, it's. I mean, I was kind of an average horror fan. Where I'd see some of the like stuff a that casual came out. fan, exactly yeah. casual fan. I didn't go into some of the deep things, which I'm really grad- grateful for the the Joe Bob Show coming back because <laughs> I've watched a whole lot now Aww. that I've missed in the past. So um, it's it's a. <laughs> Let me ask you a question: if you if you're not allowed to make money on the movie, yeah, um, uh, how do people see it? How is it released? Well, we're releasing it on Vimeo and YouTube for free. Nice. Okay. So you just stream it. We just stream it. It's only for streaming. Yeah. No and, DVD. No, we'll we'll make some DVDs and Blu-rays, and then when that when we do sell those, the money from that will go towards the production of the DVDs and printing them and shipping them. But then anything above that, we're going to send to the Shriners Children's Hospital. Oh, great! That's great. that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And so far with the film too. I mean, that's something we've been doing all along from the beginning. With any money that we've gotten, we've done a couple of raffles to be in the film, and we've raised some money. And so far, we've given twenty three thousand dollars to the Shriners Children's Hospital. Okay. Well, as a former patient of the Shriners Children's Hospital, I thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Aww. We just touched on something here. How about that? <laughs> Do you want to tell us about that, Joe? Um, no, I had polio when I was um, eighteen months old. And so uh, the March of Dimes paid for all my medical care as I was overcoming uh, muscle loss from polio. I'm so sorry, but I'm glad they could help <laughs> you, and, yeah. and I'm glad you can help other people. That's awesome. It's a nice full circle Aww, there. Exactly. <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Aw, thanks. So we've been really blessed to be able to have that opportunity to do that, too. So. Aw. Well, I feel very blessed to be part of this. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions to, to know um, more about this production? I just, uh, you know, am amazed that you did a full feature film for um, donate with donated money for less than $50,000. What was your budget? Was it $50,000? Yeah, the budget was fifty. dollars uh, We raised forty two, and we had uh, an amazing... Was it like a Kickstarter? Or it Indiegogo? was a Kickstarter, yeah. Okay. And we had an amazing executive producer named Sean Lutzis. He, he loaned us his property. Um, and he paid for several extra things. He paid for some catering for us and uh, most of the catering. And then he also built a set for us. He owns a construction company, and we had a set built. Oh, that was an amazing Wasn't set. Wasn't it amazing? Yeah. And that was designed mm-hmm. by Mick Strong. I don't know. Do you know Mick Strong? He was the production designer and art director for Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4, Blade, I Leatherface, I talk to him very Candyman. much, but that's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, was our, he was our production designer here. And, um, and have, have we director. mentioned the director? Jeremy Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah, Jeremy right. Brown. I missed that. Brown Space Films, right? Yeah. <laughs> An amazing team to work with. So, yeah, Mick designed that. Um, he built a lot of Hollywood sets for a lot of horror movies, and so he designed this cabin 
to be five cabins in one. So the diff- whatever angle you're shooting at, it's a different look, a different cabin, different time period. And on the inside, modular walls to move around, to, to shift it around. It was, it was, it was amazing to walk through that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Is it still sitting there? It's still sitting there. Is it just going to be there now? Um, well, he's leaving it up to see if there's anything we want to do with it going forward. Um, we talked about donating it to the, the haunted house nearby the Shriners haunted house, um, mm-hmm. and having the money that they raise and turning it into like an escape room. And then the money they raise continuing the whole thing about going to the children's That's hospital. Awesome. So we talked about that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're open right now to see what's going All practical effects, all practical effects. Oh yeah. <laughs> all I mean, practical. Cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you're having a big premiere, right? Yeah, September 13th, Friday the 13th in Blairstown, New Jersey. Um, they're having a grand opening with the first ever Friday the 13th museum there. And that's where the first film was filmed and where it all started. And the theater that's shown in the first film there is where it's going to be playing. And uh, they're having C.J. Graham, Tom McLaughlin, myself, uh, Dustin Montier, the, the DP. Uh, they have Bugsy coming. There's several cast and crew are going to be there. Um, That's cool. And, uh, I was hoping I could fans. make it, but I'm not going to be able to. You're not but, gonna, okay. But it's amazing that you get to do that, and I would yeah. love to be at it. Yeah, it would be amazing to have you there. It'll be, it'll I'll be, be shouting you out in spirit. Oh, thank you so <laughs> like, much. Hey, this is happening. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we'll send you the link so you can see it, and, and awesome. you guys go watch it. And then you can make Joe Bob watch it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will. Got to do the drive-in totals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There will be some amazing drive-in totals for this yeah, one. Yeah, like the body count's pretty high, we right? Already know, we already know there's four breasts. There's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> one lesbian tryst. One lesbian tryst, four breasts. <laughs> Absolutely. I actually wanted to hear the totals for those. You need to follow through on that and do it. Well, I definitely will. You know, for a while, I don't, I don't know if, if people know this, but for a while in the sort of mid, um, from about Friday the 13th, three through six or something they were trying to do 13 bodies in each movie oh i didn't know that and so um i think they they threw away that formula after a while but the the directors you know in the early days of of the sequels um the directors were basically apprentices at paramount Mm -hmm. who were given that to do so that they could then do something with a bigger budget and um, they played little games like that. Where and and so so uh, two or three movies in a row, it's like thirteen dead bodies. Yeah, <laughs> and then six got to yeah. eighteen, which was the highest body count. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, you crushed that, right? Oh, we crushed it. We crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. So tell us about you personally, like going to all these cons now. Do you have like any interesting stories, any people you've met that's just blown oh, your mind? It's been all interesting. I, I've made a lot of friends. and um, How many have you done? This is my fourth. Wow. And, yeah. you, and you do like you do actual like the paid photo ops in the yeah. Jason costume yeah. for a movie that hasn't even come out yet. It hasn't even come out. How fucking mind blowing is that? It, I, <laughs> it is so surreal. I, I, yeah. I mean, I get people writing me every day. I've got tons of fan mail. I've tons seen of tattoos, right? There's of this 14, version of Jason. 14 tattoos that we know of that have wow. sent pictures in and it's of me in the costume, my particular Jason and, and, uh, all of them are the same exact face. Like that is one picture that Jeremy Brown took that's out there in the world and it's just become And people everywhere. are like, I have to have that on my leg. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's an awesome shot. And, uh, yeah, that's the one that they were getting. It's 14 that we know of so far. I know of another one that's happening in a couple of weeks that wow. they, you know, 
And the movie's not even out. It's just amazing. And the people have been amazing. The support's been amazing. It, it really, I mean, and this was made by fans, for fans, and I think the fans feel a part of it. They've been along the journey. We've taken them along the way, um, carried them through with the behind the scenes without giving spoilers away. And you have just, been very good about that. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It's been tough because there's a lot <laughs> we want to show that's really cool that we can't show yet. But. Soon. Yeah, I got involved really just for being a fan too. Like I, I used to get the casting breakdowns for random shit in my email, mm-hmm. and Friday the Thirteenth um, spiritual sequel to Part Six popped up, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Click, <laughs> and and I saw, and there's like not really anything for me, but I wrote to Jeremy and said, I just love this, and if there's anything I can do at all to help, just let me know. And he's like, hey. We'll figure out something for you. Let's do oh, this. Oh, yeah. We haven't a lesbian tryst yet. <laughs> I'm your girl. Let's do it. <laughs> right? Hey, Diana Prince is emailing us. Lesbian tryst. Absolutely. Lesbian tryst. <laughs> what else do you do with that? <laughs> You're too excited about that, boss. <laughs> no, but it was awesome. And the dynamic between you and the two guys that you um, They were shared. great. I They're love awesome. them. They They're hilarious. They were all about their characters. Yeah, they are hilarious. I can't wait for you guys to see that. I don't really know how to explain it. Just wacky ghost under guys. You'll see it when you, when you watch it. And it's yeah. just... They took it so seriously, and they'd be over there, like, practicing their lines like it was Shakespeare or something, then come out and be like, bah, like, just so With big. With the most ridiculous and, Shakespeare yes. you've ever heard. <laughs> so they they were hilarious. Like, they lightened me up, so. Oh, yeah. It was cool. But I interrupted your con stories. Tell us some of oh. your, your interesting con adventures. Interesting con adventures. Well, a lot of it is meeting a lot of the other celebrities, too, and kind of, you know, doing VIP meet and greets and stuff, and then being a fan myself, you know, and kind of like living in that Aww. space and like, Oh, I'm, I'm this is my out. world too. Since I joined Joe bombs, yeah. like, why am I sitting right what? next exactly. to these people? Ah. It just feels so surreal. And it does. <laughs> and we've got some repeat fans that come along. And, and so I like to bring them along with me, you know, as we're going around and everything. Cause I just, you really, bring fans. Well, you know, <laughs> the ones who come back and stuff, you know, they like follow you around. Well, I drag them around with me, <laughs> you know, cool. let's have fun, you know? So, um, there's a, it's just, I don't know. I, I just feel blessed by it. I mean, having fans is just something I don't quite get yet. Um, because again, the movie's not even out, but <laughs> it's just, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. So I really want to make sure that we deliver on, on everything we promise. So you've worked your ass on, off oh, on this. So enjoy it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Do you think more is coming up? Yes. Um, with Brown's face, are you going to do just acting in general now yeah i'm doing i've got a couple acting things on the horizon um that i'm i'm working on um brown space is definitely going to start doing some original content there's been a lot of talk about a vengeance 2 already but i was like hey let's get vengeance (laughs) out there um it sets itself up really nicely for a two but um but you know two years of work no pay you know a lot of a lot of time and effort and money in that so um (laughs) it'd have to be something special to to go back into there but the original content um, is something that we really want to explore, and there's three different scripts that we're looking at doing. Um, I'm part of another movie uh, feature called Snow Falls. About it's a suspense drama about PTSD and military. Um, and then um, I'm going to be filming in the barn part two in a few weeks. Filming what? The barn part two. The barn room. Barn. Oh. The barn. Okay. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Lena Quigley. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we're flying out there. How did you get? to be a part of that just networking it's like you know being a part of this and then people seeing me 
in vengeance and then saying, hey, I think you'd be good for this role over here. And, and, you know, we talk to these people and then there's a couple that I can't quite talk about on the podcast yet. Understood. But maybe (laughs) offline. (laughs) I would love to hear it. Yeah. So, um, some exciting things on the, on the horizon. So So is this your full-time job now? It has become my full-time job right now. That's fucking rad, dude. Yeah. You get to be Jason as a full-time job basically. Yeah. (laughs) It's been fun. What's your favorite con that you've gone to? so far uh let's see i i guess i'd have to say this one i mean i enjoyed all of them or is it just because we're here well partly (laughs) we're here but uh you know and i'm getting interviewed by joe bob and and you so it's like how how can they go wrong there but um but i've had fun at each of them it's like each one has a different a different vibe like new jersey horror con was my first one you know, back in, in it was February, my March. first one as Joe Bob's sidekick. Was it? Yeah. Awesome. So that's a good entry. And, and I didn't know what to expect. We didn't have a trailer out or anything, but we had people come out and they were just excited to see us. And people, you know, I drove five hours out here to see you or my son wanted to meet you. So we drove three hours and to come meet me. How do people just even know? Like, yeah. how do they, how did they become aware of this? Just from online? Online, social media. Yeah. Wow. And so that was really exciting mm-hmm. to see it be more than we expected and then crypticon in seattle was amazing for me I met david howard thornton there became friends and oh yeah you should be in terrifier too i would love to be in terrifier too damien oh, i would also like to be in terrifier too <laughs> so yeah no. joe bob would like to be in terrifier too and i'll come along with them there you go have a little cameo but yeah that would be rad. Anyway. they flew out to seattle because they're doing that atmosphere effects um thing where they film for the digital decorations and while they're out there they is know, he doing it as terrifying uh, yeah as Fuck, the plan. i so want that <laughs> they, yeah absolutely he he flew out there for that and they they called me up and said hey we're we're down here in seattle near you you want to go out and, and hang out get some dinner and stuff and it's like oh yeah absolutely so <laughs> had a good time went out there met them and had dinner and drinks so awesome. it was a good time but that's where i met him was crypticon and and then slash and bash in kansas met a lot of great people there um that you know just you're making friends along the way and connections and networking and it is like a very little tight-knit community because you kind of see the same people every time you go and you know you do have downtime often at night or like on the last day like this like we're all wrapped and we're just chilling now so it's like you get to know people then and i don't know the horror community is just really close you know i love that don't mock me. Who the hell? <laughs> I saw your face. <laughs> Do you disagree? Uh, no, I don't disagree. And and I was just thinking about Terrifier too because I, I was at this I was at this uh, con in Sacramento. I sat next to Art the Clown all weekend. We were oh. like it was, I was next to Art the Clown, and then across from us was uh, Doug Bradley, and. Um, uh, uh, Doug uh, doesn't put on the. Um, the um, uh, pinhead. pinhead makeup anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he just signs. like Sorry. at I, all, like never. Um, he may. I mean, but for the whole three days, he didn't. And um, I mean, it didn't bother anybody. Everyone loved him. You know, but um, uh, but it was at some point. I said, I said uh, to um, Art the Clown, <laughs> his real official name. <laughs> yeah, I said, I said, um, I said. Uh, 
that's you in 40 years. You're not going to want to put it on. Because <laughs> right now he loves to put it on. <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah. yeah, but like 40 years, you're not going to put it on. <laughs> yeah. I can't ever imagine getting to that point. Like Elvira, like you have to oh. pay her so much to put on her makeup. And I'm like, how? How do you ever get tired of being Elvira? Right. But I guess you do. But I remember the, the New Jersey con that we were talking about. You were scared of Art the Clown. He was like stalking you and following you around. You'd be like, is he still behind me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you guys are on speaking terms now? That's true. Art the Clown came over to the table quite a few times, but now Art the Clown and I are, 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 are homies. We're buddies. Oh, yeah. That's good, good to yeah, know. Peace has been made. He's good at what he does. <laughs> it was funny when you were scared of him, though. I wish yeah. I got video of that. Actually, Art the Clown and I and, uh, and um, uh, Angela had, all had dinner together. Angela oh, being Felissa Rose. Yes. Oh, absolutely, yeah. At, the, at that Sacramento um, con. So, so you uh, really have become friends with them. Yeah. So, so you really should be in Terrifier too I'm with only, your office. Fr- I'm only friends with the killers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who else do you want to be? People. I know. <laughs> who would you rather be friends with? <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, yeah, the um, uh, the cons are all different. Uh, people assume that they know what's going to happen at a convention, you know, but you know, and they they. They, 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 everyone I go to has infinite surprises in store, <laughs> and they're um, they're all different and they're all uh, unique in their own way, you know. And so, um, you know, this one, for example, is in the middle of nowhere. There is nothing Lord. for there is nothing for miles and miles and miles around. So everybody here came from some faraway place. I mean, there's a few people who say, you know, I'm from the next town over or whatever. But most people, you know, where are you from? West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, yep, you know, Kentucky. other states, you know. And so uh, creates kind of a close knit feeling because everybody's sort of like living together for yeah. three days. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, you know, oh, I'm your neighbor. Let's go, you know, let's go to the pool or whatever. For just like a few days, you're like, yeah, I'll just put it this way. We're in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, but there's no Civil War reenactors at this thing. Not this one. (laughs) Um, There actually were. They just weren't in costume, but there definitely were some people who that's their job. Cool. (laughs) I didn't see him. They were incognito. They were just here as fans, but they were telling me their stories. Oh, nice. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's got to be a job, dressing up for a living. And well, I mean, if you are a Civil War reenactor, this is the place to be. <laughs> I suppose yeah, <right>. so. <laughs> there was one person here that actually moved to Gettysburg just to be a Civil War reenactor. It's a Super Bowl of reenactment. <laughs> Who knew that was a thing? <laughs> I, I, w- I was heartened to see that they sell both Union caps and Rebel caps. And so, so, yeah, so they're no longer, you know, there's no, like, PC here about the Confederate flag or anything. They, they, honor, both, they honor both armies. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're reenacting, you've got to wear one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about in the gift shops. You can buy one shop. for your little kid, and you go home with it. Yeah. In the you gift can, shop. You can buy Confederate flags. I missed that. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Wow. There's shots that say, what is it, heritage, not hate, and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, any parting words for our Friday fans? Um, no, I just, I really hope you guys enjoy it. <laughs> it's, I hope so, too. Yeah. Are you nervous? Like, it's been so loud. Are you scared you might let oh, people no. down? Oh, no. You know what? I think, honestly, um, the hype has been, it, it'll, we can back it up. 
Nice. Yeah. That's bold. It, it is. <laughs> I saw the rough cut several times um, before the music got put on and everything. So, and just watching it through, it was, it was amazing. And, you know, I got goosebumps and, and everyone wow. has seen it. Several people have seen it and they're like, wow, I, what you guys have done. Um, industry professionals, they've been seeing it saying this, what you guys pulled off here was nothing short of a miracle, you know, with the low <laughs> budget and the team. It's, it's amazing. And it really does feel like if you like the old original 1980s Friday the 13th, even though it's set in modern time, it feels like home. It has the heart of that. It does. It does. It really feels comfortable. It's like you, you belong in this universe. It feels like that universe. It feels exactly like you're there and we're just picking up and, and telling the story, the continuous. I could tell you guys were really respectful of that. And you're kind of trying to do homage to some of the, the kills that we're familiar with from, yeah. the, from the series, which is really yeah, we put a, a lot cool of thing. A lot of, a lot of thought. There. A lot of thought, a lot of heart, and a lot of respect for the franchise. I love that. As a an outsider, Mr. J. Bob, do you have any more <laughs> questions about this? That's about the fifth time you've called me the outsider. Because you don't know. Like, you're coming in. Like, like we worked on it. We, I know. I don't really have questions because I pretty much get it. But you, I've been trying to explain it to you, and you keep coming up with questions. I'm like, I actually don't know that. So... No, I, I get, uh, uh, you know, I look forward to, you know, seeing it on the 13th with everybody else. Ooh, and doing drive-in totals. And I'll do the drive-in totals, absolutely. Oh, I can That's actually awesome. film him doing some totals. We could put him on the DVD when they come out or something. Oh, my God. That would, would you amazing. like that? I would, would love you do that. that. I'll do that, yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Official awesome. drive-in totals for Vengeance. I get, I get counted in your drive-in totals because I'm do. boobs. Woo, woo. You've never been in a drive-in total before? You're the only one that does them. You've never shown anything I've been in. Okay, you mean I've never re- I've never reviewed any movie that you've been in? No, thankfully. Oh. <laughs> Got to be careful. That's that. exciting, and yeah. now it's on record, so it's going to happen. There you go. That's, that's you can't awesome. disappoint it. It's for the children's hospital. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There we go. <laughs> Throwing a little guilt trip after he's already agreed to it. Exactly. Well, he'll forget. He's like, I never said that. You oh. said it. We got it. <laughs> Much like being my sidekick, this happened on a podcast. We were talking about, and he said, well, I can help you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> From now on, you're my sidekick. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Mr. Jason Brooks. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank Thanks you for guys all both. you're doing for this this film and for the Friday franchise in general. Like just out there promoting it, and I don't know. You're oh, it's pretty, our pleasure. You're a badass. Oh, thank you. Thanks for sitting down with us. I appreciate both of you guys being here doing this. Aw, yay! Thank you. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>